Now, the game's on tomorrow. Now, I'm not going to yep. call it uh, match no. sim. I'm not going to no, call it don't. any of that no. stuff But that we understand. It's a, just a good old-fashioned trial match that's mm. happening at Albany. So Mobile. what do you want to see? Well, what I was thinking the other day was we both picked our first sort of 18 and yeah, we did. gave it a crack. Now, we've just got a list of players at the moment that's going to play. I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll just put that side back together and I'll have a look at it. And then I thought, what's the Crows? What's your one wood, as you call it? What's your strength? It's your forward line. Your forward mm. line's very mm. dangerous, isn't it? So I thought, well, Port Adelaide have had to improve their back line with retirements and gaps and the like. So they've done that. Let's have a look how they match up. Tell me what you think, mm. okay? Now, full back. Rat Golia. I think he pronounced no, it now. You're not going to do that, are you? <laughs> so for those right. that uh, previously knew him as Radagalia, <laughs> his Rat name Golia. is Rat Golia. Okay. Uh, Sava. I think he's he's obviously there to take the big beast, so it's Thilthorpe, okay? okay? So that'll be the match-up there. Uh, I then move over uh, Brennan Zerk Thatcher. Mm. He's been brought into the side, okay? He will have to take Fog. Probably got a little bit of height on him. Yep. He's going to have to match him for speed and the mm-hmm. like with, with his strengths. Burton, who we know normally takes the dangerous forward, that's going to be a Rochelle slash Rankin, whichever one's in that pocket at the time. Yep. You've then got um, Aaliyah, normally takes Tex. So Aaliyah takes Tex and mm-hmm. also peels off when necessary. You've then got Farrell, say the halfback flanker, taking a keys if he's lining up there. You've got Murphy, your other leader on the half forward. Houston probably takes that because they're going to probably roll the dice with Murphy doing the defensive stuff and Houston mm-hmm. trying to do the attacking stuff. So that's how I look at that back six. Do you see anything... Wrong with those matchups, or do you think there's anything that maybe is out of whack? Oh, I think they'll try and orchestrate those things mm. between the coaches, but you don't reckon they will. Oh, I think Nixie and Ken will talk. You do? I, I oh, do. I don't. No. I'd be interested to find out if they do or they don't. Well, you know, we'll have Ken on tomorrow. Let's yeah, ask let's him. Let's ask yeah. him. You, do you talk to him. Nixie and say, hey, can you put uh, Radagalia onto Thilthor? That'd yeah. be good. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. I doubt it. Um, the other one is the centre line, which I have Pick Bergman on a wing, you know that. I mm. think it's one of the great dilemmas for Port that they probably haven't worked out yet. Is he a backman or is he a wingman? Yep. Now, he's played great football in both positions. I think he took care of Jeremy Cameron one day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played on the wing, kicked three goals off a wing in a quarter. He's a dangerous player. I personally think that they've got Zerk Thatcher to cover that now. They didn't have it last year. I'll give them that. Mm. But now Bergman can be released into what I call a match-defining position, which I think on the wing, he can have an effect on the scoreboard. And that's why I want him on the wing. I don't know if anybody agrees with me. Please, uh, Unique Home Style Food Text or eight and tell me uh, otherwise. I'll, yeah, no, Timmy's got to be half-back or no, wingman, I agree with you. Um, Wines and Drew I spoke about definitely out of the middle. And they could swap on and off the bench. And, you know, the third yep. one I'd like to throw in there is Sam Palpepper. I want to see Sam get more time on the ball. We spoke to him about it. He's keen for it. I think he's matured enough. And it gives him a bit more freedom by not just playing that mm. high half-forward role. So then on the other wing, Bergwin now, just have a listen to Josh Carr. There's a lot of people trying to get that wing. Now, uh, Young Burgers is going to get the first crack mm. at it. But let's have a listen. This is Josh Carr on Travis Boak, Tom Clurry and um, Young Burgoyne. Bokey had a strong pre-season playing on the wing. You know, that's probably his, his position now. 
um, with the, the guys that we've got inside. Look, the, the great thing about Bokey on the wing and his leadership, he's able to talk to the guys inside, but at the same time, um, in games, we do need something different. We know that he's been a, a very good mix for us for a long period of time. So that's on Boke, he's on Cleary. He'll, he'll spend some time back and spend some time up on a on a wing. Keep exploring that for him to see if there's a, an opportunity for, for an, I guess, another opportunity for him to, to get into the team. And a third option in Jace Burgoyne. It's definitely open and he's had a really strong pre-season on the, on the wing and um, played well in the, the game last week. He's just got to keep performing and playing well and, and that's his uh, opportunity to, to, to hold. So, roughly translated, Burgoyne, you've got the starting, you're on the wing. Up to you now to keep it. Cluz, it gives you another option of a, of a place to play in the team should somebody drop out. And Bokey, it's that position or nothing. That's how I roughly mm. translated that. Rowie, what about the Adelaide Crows? Well, I, I, I'm going to try and set the team up as close as I can for the, what my best team looks like in my head. And as it sits here today, we know Sloan, Butts, Murray, Miller, Schomburg and Sligo are out. Some of them will be back next week. We're hearing yep. Butts will be back, Miller will be back. So I want to see their replacement so that they too can prepare. So if you pick Keane, play him instead of Murray. Um, obviously, if it is ball ace, play him and play him on a player that he can learn from. They're talking Himmelberg maybe as a replacement. Dan Curtin's probably two or three or four weeks away from getting a spot. But if you're going to throw him in, throw him in. But be very cautious for that. That's exactly right. Now, once the team's set up for me tomorrow, it's all about the ball movement. So here's Mickey Godden's take on ball movement. The takeouts are that we, obviously, our, our ball use has been pretty good, and that's been shown last year and continued over this pre-season. So we, we can use the ball well, and our skills are getting better after years of you know getting them better. Um, but our defence, I thought our defence was really strong as well. So not... Not so much the scoreboard was relevant because it was obviously, you know, the, the, there's a fair discrepancy in the teams, but the way that we went about it, we really liked it. So there was not a lot to educate this week, which is which is rare after an internal trial. Normally you've got lost to show them, but they did a lot right. So here's my cautionary tale. I'll be hoping to see it tomorrow. When you have a one wood and you're a bit deficient in an area, you tend to spend more time on that deficiency. So the Crows is a losing stoppage defending it, a turnover defending it, team defence and how they set up behind the ball. I'm just hoping with James Rahealy, the forward coach, and he was the ball movement coach as well, gone. Scotty Burns is in that role. I still want to see that fast break, corridor footy, multiple leading patterns, that skill by foot inside 50. Last year, Crows won wood, ball in hand, the number one team for scoring. Which you were really critical of the year Numero before. uno. Well, they fixed it. Yeah. They fixed it. So I don't want to see any stifled play. Um, I don't want to see them add caution. I don't want to see them too defensive behind the ball to defend a turnover. Now, I know they've got to get that right, but not to the detriment of actually scoring. Because when your best six are up front and you can do what you can do, I want to see them continually do that. Here's Mickey Godden again, just on the back six. Oh, look, it's, we've got a couple of trials to go now, haven't we? So there's opportunities for Borlase and Keane and, you know, the, the likes curtain as well. So there's, there's, we've got players in those spots and it's uh, the beauty of being in the coaching side this time of year to sit back and watch and see what they do. So they're all in, they're all in good shape. Obviously, look forward to Nick coming back when he comes back at some time, but yeah, give opportunities for others. And, you know, in the back end of last year, we, we elevated obviously Borlase and Keane and they did really well. So, um, you know, obviously with Butsy coming back next week as well. So it's going to be tight for spots. So remember, Crows, get it right. Their back six, one-on-one, 
are terrific. And with ball in hand, they can use it. Now, Mike Lennick, what a year he had. Yeah. He'll kick on. Smith's an All-Australian. Hinge, his last eight games, was superb. Miller, when he's fit, can play at that back pocket. Um, Butsy or nose out, but will be in Murray. That's a bloody good dynamic back six. So when we talk about defence, when Mickey talked about defence, it was more their midfielders. Mm. When they lose that stoppage, yeah. they've got to get better at running yeah. two ways. And they've talked about two-way running, two-way running, two-way running. You can do two-way running. Just do it. I think that's a mindset and structure behind the ball. So I want to see all of that. And the last thing is about talent, and this is where I'll get to. Um, Riley Philthorpe, for me, is a big, big, big key. Here's Godsey on Riley. Just needed more time in the game. Uh, he's a big body. He's, you know, he grew quickly, and you know, it takes a little while for their body to, to get used to the rigours of AFL. And this preseason in particular, you know, his, his marking's really strong. He's powerful over the footy. He's spending more time in the ruck. So we, you know, we're really excited about what Riley's going to bring. Now, I love that, spending more time in the ruck. I will know the Crows are developing as the rounds go on. Now, Riley O'Brien gets first creep. Of course he does. He may very well stay there the whole year. But when this bloke is nearly tipping him out of the team, when he goes on ruck and drifts forward and kicks goals, that's where the Crows' development would come from. So I'll go as far as to say this. It's down to talent. You know that. Really, at the end of the day, you can have every structure under the earth. Yep. You can have players running both ways. You can have a talented forward line. It's about the talent on the part. And, and I think if the Crows can get a spike from these players, and when I mean a spike, they don't necessarily their best has to get better, but the consistency level of their best. I'm going to name these players. Now, if these players are all in the top 10 of the best and fairest, the You've Crows are the, had a good, I'll go as far as to say they're in the top eight. Woo-hoo. Guaranteed, maybe even top four. Righty. And these are the players. I'm listening. If Riley Philthorpe can get in the top 10 BNF, if Darcy Fogarty can get in the top 10 BNF, Josh Rosselli, Jones, Pedler, and Saligo, the Crows are in the top four. Good Now, nice. you look at the Crows' top 10 last year, and you compare those names to these, there's your spike. There's your improvement. And my whole year is on the ones that can improve again. Mm. And was, I cannot wait because yeah, I trust every single one of them this year. It's always about getting the ball in the best players' it hands. It is, mm. Timmy. Mm. I'm that. I, well I'm, the said. more I talk about it, the more I turn <laughs> myself, the more I. Come on! <laughs>